0: Welcome to the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. With me, your host, Andrea Atherton. Our podcast today, the frequency of love in hip-hop. While oftentimes when hip-hop comes to mind, you don't think of love. My guest today, Seven Amun Sun Ra, Will share his spiritual experience with the love frequency in hip hop, moving to graffiti, his own photography, and the nonprofit Blue Moon Gallery. Seven is the embodiment of love. And as we get into the podcast, you'll see love and gratitude. He just emits that, and you're going to feel it through his energy, his passion. And his commitment to bringing art to the community. He's just been an incredible part of the Chicago street art, hip-hop, and art movement. So listeners, pull up a chair or settle in with us energetically. Without further ado, Seven Amun Sun Ra.
1: Hey, He's gratitude, gratitude, Jeez, gratitude. He's <laughs> gratitude,
0: gratitude, gratitude. I met Seven um, a couple years ago, and he yes. was right away was such a huge inspiration to me. And he just embodies love and gratitude. I think, <laughs> you know, if there's two words that make me think hmm. of you, it's love and gratitude.
1: Same, same. You know, it's reciprocated. Believe that. (laughs) It totally is.
0: Well, I believe that because I know you surround yourself or you attract similar energy.
1: Yes, always. Um, uh, Love is, like I always say a little saying to myself, uh, love is everywhere. And uh, if you can't find it, just look in the mirror and then you'll find it because it's right in the mirror, staring right back at you. When you you think it's gone and it's, oh, no, no love. You know what? that mirror yes there's love oh it's me yes i am love i'm creative i love and we express love all types of ways um it gets confusing you know obviously with the word love especially with romantic and love um you know when love is timeless and free uh limitless priceless uh ageless you know it's like <laughs> it's love yeah uh, there's it's
0: unlimited And you talk talk about, you know, the lack of love. And is that what inspired you or what propelled you into this place of love and gratitude?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, A lack of love from inside the house, the home I was raised in uh, by my adopted parents. They were confused, obviously, about love uh, because their love was more into religion and myself personally. Once again, they went back to the mirror. I always felt love was like right where I stand. Like I am love. Like I shouldn't have to go to a Jehovah or Jesus or to go look for a certain uh, frequency that I already create and that I already am. Um, So having a a lifestyle of of being raised in a Jehovah Witness home and a Southern Baptist home.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's great. So you were (laughs) raised, raised in both. Well, and what yes. was what was that like?
1: Um, it was like the Southern Baptist, which was my mom. She was the boss because we were always at church, church. We were never at the Jehovah Hall. But even though my father, you know, will say, oh, yeah, I'll come to church. But he never showed up. He just always went to Jehovah Hall. So it was just so different. And he was always, too, just more accepting of love, where my adopted mother kind of showed a different like me was unlove you know i could never be this or i could never do this if if it's not her way
0: do you think you some of some of your attitude and your energy is emulated from your dad
1: uh yes yes even though he's my adopted father yes like owning my own company uh basically leaving my job you know it didn't take covid to make me leave my job it was like it was done anyway so it was like he, that's what he did, you know, back almost 40 years ago. He actually just left his job to create his own job, you know. Um, he's, he was always great to my mother, too. So it wasn't like he was always yelling and just this madman drunk, nothing like that, and didn't smoke cigarettes. So it was mm-hmm. like he was actually a great, positive being. Uh, always had abundance of money. Um, so it wasn't like... Wealthy, wealthy rich, like we talk about, like, uh, you know, Bill Gates rich or anything like that, but he just, he was able to hold his own. You know, he didn't really, he didn't have anything. His parents didn't give him anything. And, you know, his father, anything, nothing like that. It's just he did it himself and seeing him coming from where he came from. And, you know, most of, uh, people of color, how they were treated in sixties. So. You know, it was hard for them to come up and they actually made it, th- you know, for to make it through that and still flow with love. It's like, yeah, yeah. Pops definitely, uh, yeah.
0: you know,
1: he he shined heavy light on me. You know, he really did.
0: I get a sense of your dad like you, no matter how people act, you still send love.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, no matter what. Even when he, you know, had a slip up and had a child out of lock, and, uh, you know, got caught up. Um, this is just one time that I remember where, like, it was an interaction with my adoptive mom and adopted father got into it. But he literally just put his his knees in between her arm just to keep her arms down. Like, please stop hitting me. <laughs> like, that's all he did. <laughs> you know, please just stop hitting me. So that's the worst thing I saw him do. So, but he still lived up to what he did. He didn't leave the home. You know, he still stayed with me and treat me different. You know, I'm already adopted and he had a child out of Widlock, so it's like he actually has an actual Oh birth Wow, son. I, yes. And, and he still was able to treat me a way of just love, where it's just like, wow. You know, it's just you look at some people that know people forever and they treat each other like ugh.
0: Love isn't dependent on how you act. Love doesn't right. stop. There is never ending place for love. <laughs>
1: never ending and love is you show and prove it you know um it's like a lot of people don't show and don't prove and they say love you know and it's like you're not really showing it you're not really proving it not even really to yourself let alone try to even prove it to our earth you know (laughs) because that's another love Frequency that we are, you know, not all of us, but a lot. People are missing is just Earth. Earth is right outside our door. It's our mother. It's our mother. Even, you know, it's our mother. Right, it's a mother. It's our, it's easy to talk to her. Um, she has trees. She has plants. She has insects, animals, so many things, in, or not even things, frequencies that we could relate to for love. But just looking outside, that's not hard at all you know, to open up your window and just look at the
0: the the beauty that's out there. And that beauty in nature is love and the beauty that we experience and we feel that's all love.
1: It's, it's just pure love and it's, it's healing, uh, healing love. And, um, and that's, that's going to help us the, the most. It's heal with love. Um, you know, because love, it, a lot of people think love comes and goes, but it doesn't. Love is here to stay forever. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just it, tap it in, and especially us men, you know, because uh, men feel some type of way where, you know, if they said, shed tears, you know, it's, uh you're being uh, feminine or, or, or some other words, you know, and it's like, no, you're actually expressing emotion, which is fine, which is love. Like it's good to let it go and let it out. And understand what your love form is here on this earth. And that's part of the love form. Is your emotions too. You know, emotions that we that we get to share with one another. And um, it, it's it's all about just opening. Um, being open-minded about love. Because a lot of people aren't. And um, I say this sort of life experience. You know, talking to certain people. That just say like, yo, the way you are open-minded about love. I'm not. So I, I hear that a lot you know, a lot of, I'm not, I'm not. And it's like, once you say you're not, that's, (laughs) it's basically, you're, you're affirming already where you're at with love, you know, or I can't do that, you know? And it's like certain words that we create a certain spell in a a trance to actually make love feel lost, you know? And it's not, it's right. Like I said, it's right here. It's right. It's not, you're not going to find it on the news you're definitely not going to find it on too many uh, sh- TV shows and stuff like that. It's like you literally have to find it in solitude, in nature, in yourself.
0: But so uh, many people that I coach and I counsel are looking yes. for the one, looking for love outside themselves. Mm-hmm, and, it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's usually based in ego. And that's that's not and actually ego is the thing that keeps us from love. Because right. the ego yes. trying to keep us safe, but it yes. you know love is not safe. It is ah. risky, and but it is it is worth it.
1: Yes, it's it's totally worth it. And you can't, uh, or you shouldn't, you know, just hold like that sound of fear. You know, the frequency of fear. It's like let go, you know, and then here here it goes. Love like blossoms, like a rose out of the concrete. You know, overthinking is not an act of love. It's an act of uh, of not being patient and not being in the now form. You know, and and once you leave out of the now form and go into the future, uh, the past, and that's when love also starts scrambling.
0: Yeah, I, know, lo- I different, love different ways. I love how you put that too. But you're right because love. And joy and, and these higher frequencies can only be experienced in the now and we can't wait for them in the future or go back into the past and create them, create them there.
1: It's definitely in the now moments. The now moments are perfect moments. Um, We just always got to get back to it and breathe, you know, Um, go back to breathing. You know, our breathing is love. You know every breath we get to take, <laughs> like literally, I don't know how many breaths we done took while we just sitting here, but it's like you know we took a lot of breaths, and it's like so much love, every breath, you know, and uh love can heal cancer, love heals everything uh, like any like disease it's that's what where we're that's where we're at too it's like the age of Aquarius, um with the age of Pisces it was it was a lot of confusion with love, you know now. Age of Aquarius, it's like it stands for love and harmony. So, just love is like it's like I say, it's like one of these things. You just turn this way. Oh, there it is. It's right there because <laughs> it's it's that close.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because it it's it's us. Every cell of us is love. Everything is love. Mm. Of course, it's right there. And yes, yeah, and. I'm so inspired about how you've turned all your passions and infused them with love, hip-hop, graffiti, and photography.
1: Yes, and gallery as well. Um, also got a, a venue as well, too. We have artists, musical artists, you know.
0: And is that in from, the gallery itself?
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually our outside area. So the outside area, we have uh, like a fire pit that we use for uh, for ceremony Um, because usually we have our 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 concerts and our festivals in a line with the full moons or new moons to keep, you know, the cleansing. On on time, you know, on on time, not just time, time aside, you know, we keep the flow flow going. We started on October 31st of 2020, which was a blue moon very rare. Um, And then in August, that same year of 2020, which on my birthday was another big jam session we had, was another blue moon. So it's like we just totally align with all the moons, all the energy, and it pushes so much. And we have seen so many people come here um, that didn't really for all artists, you know, from cooking and uh, graffiti, um, dancing, whatever. It's like we have people that come here and they weren't at a, a frequency, like they were at a low frequency because people around them were so low. But after coming here, they felt that low love, love frequency so high. Now we got somebody that we know that would dance here is on the Olympic uh, uh, breakdancing team.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: we get, thank you. Thank you. We got a lot of graffiti artists, too, that literally were kind of behind scenes. And now they're actually getting commissioned and getting more jobs. Uh, they're going to see more. So it's all about just inspiring each other too. Uh, that was like my, that's like my, my biggest, you know, with love and light, gratitude is just inspiring, you know, inspiring myself, inspiring you, inspiring my, my children, your children's children, just inspiring, just keep on inspiring. You know, we, we, they we're, we're lacking insp- inspiring each other. You know, well, certain, certain and starting, starting to sleep. And places.
0: you don't stop. And you surprise me sometimes because I'm like, and I'll say it too. When you got me, and I'm like, oh <laughs> man, you so inspired me. When you say or do something to remind me to go back to my gratitude journal. And you like, you do every day is you write out your day, you manifest your day. And I remember you had a post about it. I'm like, Oh yeah. And I, and I went back and it shifted everything for my day. I'm like, that's what I needed.
1: It's definitely that, that, you know, it's a lot of people. Oh, it's that simple. Yes, it actually is that simple. (laughs) Um, Even writing um, to be on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. Um, <laughs> from writing, uh, to getting, um, oh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about this too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. Uh, I wrote about, uh, actually, um, doing a wedding. Um, I never did a wedding and they're going they want me to come to Colorado Springs on June 9th to do a wedding. So it's just, you know, it's writing, uh, oh, that's just so much relief. Um, of course, talking to other humans, um, Hanging out with, like I would say, my my crystal, my crystal buddies. It help. It it has aided in in tune with my love frequency for sure. Um, just really writing and affirming myself where I'm at when it comes to love.
0: How many How many books do you have? Have you journals? Have you completed
1: um, journals? I completed since I started. I started about five years ago. I want to say at least like. 35, maybe 40 journals, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I true. like, and prior to that, I didn't write.
0: So five years ago, do you feel like you had a big transformation?
1: Yes. A huge transformation because uh, five years ago I was buying a lot of healing crystals, which I have a lot of healing crystals around me. You can't see them, but I have crystals around my table that I actually bought then around here, around us, it's actually a store, you know, cause I created or we created a store, um, for the vibration of writing, um, and just keeping the, the inside also within the, um, no distractions, you know, and that's the thing about love too. You know, you can't get distracted because people want to distract you from love because love is powerful. Love, love is great. You know, it's, it's, it's not good. It's great. So of course, some people, they, they, they are love, but they don't know how to get in tune with love. So they look at us and say, "Oh, how you love? Oh, okay. Well, I need to. Go, 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 so you don't love when we're actually just that's what we are. We can't knock who we are. You know, you only can join it. it. Yeah, you
0: know? and the environment that you live in in Chicago is <laughs> sometimes just the exact opposite. It's like it's, your love is needed so much. There is so much. Going on their violence yes. and hate and yes. greed.
1: Yes. It's it's definitely a lot going on. Um the city is it's the nickname for it is clout city. Um, you know, not you know, and clout has nothing to do with love, you know, so it's already saying like a city of clout. So it's like they already take everything <laughs> that you have. Um, and then like uh our gang violence here is it's like a yin and a yang. You know, you have to to strategize. When you especially a a man of color or a woman of color in the city, you know, you have to, you know, it's not fear because I don't fear. Like I can walk right outside, you know, I can go anywhere in the city, but you just have to be mindful of what you're doing, you know, because some people are are not in tune with the frequency at all of, of love or even conversating. Um, I've been on the south side of Chicago, for instance, and uh, someone, you know, heard me talk and they were just like, hey, say that again. You know, just the way I'm talking. And just, wow, man. It sounds like you could talk to Euro-Americans, man. Like, what do you say to Euro-Americans? Like, how do you talk to them? Like, I don't even know how to talk to them. It's like <laughs> you talk to them for me, huh? So, you know, you get that here, too. <laughs> like, That's- it's huge here like that, you know. Right. That's, that's like, wow. You know, and you get someone in the same city and the same community. Like, even though I'm in Albany park uh, and that person might be been in market park, it's still Chicago. It's still in the same city. And you got a lot of people that's like that, you know, they don't understand and they just don't know how to tap in because of their environment, their environment. Uh, They'll have grocery stores. Uh, it's this one section of our city from like, I want to say 95th, to like maybe almost 30 something, you know, that's so long, you know, don't, you don't even have to live here to know. That's a big stretch. <laughs> uh, the place I'm from, part Yeah. no grocery stores whatsoever. Yeah. So it's like, it's definitely a lot of uh, food deserts here. So if people don't have the right food, you know, how we expect them to act a certain way too, you know, cause the love is nutritious too, you know, it's just not, you know, just being love and no, it's like we can fast too as well. But yes, we have to have nutrients as well too to keep this frequency of love and the nutrients you got to have. You know, it's a lot of rainbows. You know, a lot of fruits and vegetables, a lot of nuts, a lot of things to keep us really going and keep our frequency
0: high. So you know? fast food restaurants, but no grocery stores.
1: Um, no grocery stores whatsoever. Like it, it's and it's not even fast food. Right? You're giving it too much credit. Almost. Oh, I am really. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot. I was going to say a lot of gas stations. So I'm glad you did say that. So they might have, you know, the wax, uh, apples and just horrible stuff. You know, it's still not like even a Wendy's or a McDonald's. It's, it's just like those are even like a dime a dozen. Wow. It's like literally just, they just, um, you know, they feel like, you know, the story of the city, certain things of the city won't get out, you know, anyway. Because a you lot of people te- here yeah, do you have told, a muscle.
0: You told me so much and I have assumptions about Chicago. And you told me yeah. things that I'm like, what? You know, and I really, yeah, okay. you know, when I think of gang violence and things, I think of New York and I think of LA. Mm-hmm. I don't think of Chicago, but it's we don't hear about it.
1: Right. We don't we don't hear about it because they're that a prime suspect. <laughs> so it's like of course, they're going to be quiet about the originators of a lot of this stuff, a lot of this organized games. Because uh, I even worked with a lot of Latinos when I worked in Schomburg. And I used to just kind of like think of the cartel stuff, you know, and like, hey, yeah, you guys cartel. It up. They're like, uh, dude, no, we didn't learn none of that stuff down there. We learned that stuff here in Chicago. What do you mean? I'm like, wait, what? But yeah, like we're from farms and stuff like we used to just protect our farms. Like, that's it from just bad people that want to take our land. Like, other than that, you know, they didn't have violence Violence <laughs> Now it's more orchestrated to, you know, gangs and cartels because they got the Chicago vibration and, you know, that's how that goes. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's really a good point to make because like, um, I'm thinking about the listeners. It's like question what you think you know about people or yeah, okay. what you think you know about cultures. And you, share in such a, like, a loving way that, and I don't feel, like, ignorant when I ask you questions about it. No, no, and, right? yeah, sure. because, you know, you know that we, you know, here in Colorado, I don't know a lot that's going on in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, t- you know, you talked about, like, oh, they think uh, street art place is dangerous, but it's mm-hmm. not.
1: Right, right. In right. Colorado. Yeah. Right, yeah. To I to- mean, and. It- Right. And even like here in Chicago, like a lot of, it don't, you know, it's like, that's another thing, too. Like, I want people to take from hearing this when I say this, like, it's not dangerous, dangerous like that. Like, it's not. It is, but it's not because it's all about being mindful and minding your business and minding where you're at. That's it. You know, that's anywhere on this earth.
0: Now you're it's right. Like,
1: you can go to U- you. You go to Ukraine right now. You can't be in certain places. Right. You know, and that's even before Russia came in Ukraine. Ukraine has got some <laughs> some hoods, you know, where you cannot go through there because maybe some rebels run that neighborhood. You know, so, you know, I don't want people to think that, too, like, oh, Chicago, Chicago, you know, because it's definitely a beautiful city. It has beautiful people. We have a, the most beautiful lake ever. You know, mm-hmm. Lake Michigan is uh, like she is. <laughs> I've seen her twice this week already. You know, she is powerful. Um, she just moves and grooves um, like her, you know, she don't move like Lake Superior, Lake Huron or Pacific Ocean, none of them. She just moves a, a different pace in a different way. And also like Atlantic uh, Atlantic Ocean, Mississippi River, Colorado River, Illinois River, um, Gulf of Mexico, all these waters touch our state too. So the state in general and the city, it's like, I said, it has remarkable, uh uh landmarks uh, remarkable flow with it but it's just like I said, that gang stuff is just that's the tricky subject that's just it's just very tricky and our our uh, mayor is a ex gang member um
0: I didn't know that know. either
1: um <laughs> and and once you are affiliated, you are affiliated like me. I'm Neutron. So that's why I'm affiliated. Neutron means that I'm not in a game. I'll never be in one ever. So I'm affiliated like that. So once you actually get affiliated in Chicago, you're in it for life. You know, it's not nothing that you kind of let you move, you know, and, and once you move, it's kind of hard, too, because it's just we have Chicagoans are everywhere We're we're freaking all over this map. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I just I just met somebody um when I was out to dinner in Old Town a couple of weeks ago and um uh-huh. they the the family was from Chicago and um I met the the wife and the um husband and they had adopted a Jamaican female and a Jamaican wow. male and the male got involved in the gang and he ended mm. up shooting and killing four people. And they had to move. Wow.
1: You literally had to like kind of uproot yourself and leave this area. You know, and that's what a lot of people do. And that's where you meet a lot of people here, too, that's just like been here for like 15 years, 10 years, uh, 13, 7. You know, me, I've been here 40, 40 plus years. Right. You know, so it's like I really got to see this involvement of of love and unlove in the city, you know, and it has to do too with with segregating the people. You know, because it, it makes um, like, for instance, like I, I could walk down the street, and someone in this neighborhood, because this is like more like a kind of upper class type of neighborhood. Our ex governor lives down the street, and someone you know could kind of see me, and maybe with two other brothers, and we're three. You know how we are. We're love, white, but they could see us, and literally kind of turn around the opposite direction, like, oh, whoop, oh, can't go that way. So it's like we get a lot of judgments here too and uh it's no reason to judge one you know it's it's all about conversation and you know actually engaging and getting to know one's perspective you know but it of, takes a
0: lot of vulner, a lot of vulnerability to do that and a lot of yes. like open mindedness
1: yes and open open mindedness is just it seems like it, it's missing um on in this land That's why I'm, you know, I'm here for the time I'm here, but for sure, I know I have great plans and ideas to really move to New Mexico or Washington and, um, you know, just be around. So I'm around Portland and Colorado and everything, you know, just being around that area on the other side of the mountains.
0: Yep. Seven was here i don't remember if it was maybe two was that two summers ago now and i yes yep, two and summers. I, like the instagram i mean it was packed with pictures and you were like every day i'm so grateful look at this look at this look <laughs> at you know and i've never like i could just feel your joy and all the nature that you were experiencing here
1: <laughs> yes yes it's it, oh my gosh just to be there i've been there i've been to Telluride and. Um, Durango and a few other places. And it's just, I mean, Denver, Colorado Springs, we keep on going, right? And it's just so healing. So many waterfalls. Just, uh, and I love waterfall because you could just throw all, everything that does not sit with you, does not resonate with you, throw it in a waterfall and just let it just sweep away. Uh, just like in the shower, you know, um, it's, it's just, uh, So so amazing, so amazing of land. Uh, Even when I was in Colorado, I remember seeing in the being in a river and just taking my hand and seeing like gold flakes in the water. I'm like, oh, like who has gold flakes in her water?
0: It's like, and and again, you made me appreciate the things (laughs) that I, you know, I've been here 25 years now that I take for granted, and I'm like. Oh, yeah. And watching from fresh eyes and watching you like that be like, oh, my gosh. Yes, it's freezing out. But it's so it's Mother Nature is so incredible. It's you know, but that's that's how you approach everything.
1: Yes, that's definitely how I approach everything. Um, of, of course, everything is not uh, people. So what peaches of cream or peachy, you know, things do have its fall, you know, You know, people, especially us as humans, we do like have times, you know, things do happen to us, but it's all about how we come back, you know, to the word love, you know, and and regardless of a direction, like I said, one takes, you are love. It's like, because maybe you just don't see it. That's just what you don't see at that moment of time. But 99% of us are actually love beings. Like, that's what we are. Like, we, we fight it. All the time, too, you know.
0: So, yeah, so around you, your environment, your family, growing up, you you observed a lot that was not love. So yes. where did you find, like, spiritually or spiritual laws, where did you find this kind of spiritual love?
1: Well, when I, when I really got into hip-hop, it just opened up a whole... Different portal. Oh, I want to hear about um, um, that. Not just like music in general, because I grew up with Beach Boys. I grew up with Beatles and stuff like that, because that's what my adopted mom wanted me to listen to. She was like, You can't listen to none of the other stuff. You know, I don't know nothing about that. So (laughs) when it hit, like, I think I was like maybe eight ish. You know, more into like like Michael Jackson, but still, it's like Michael, even Michael, Michael's still hip hop, you know. Um, it's just the way he was riffing and where he was going with his beats. It was just like, oh, like this style of music. And then actually opening up a whole portal of Yo MTV Raps and actually actually get to see it with my own eyes, videos, and, and seeing this magic of just blossom. And with MTV, I had to go through all these rock shows and all this alternative music, all this stuff to get to your own TV raps that was only on for a half an hour. So it's like, I actually absorbed so much other, and that's a lot of hip, like true hip hop heads. Like people are like true hip hop heads, male or female. They're going to tell you, they love Bob Dylan to uh, the Chevrolet, whatever, you know, they love music, you know, because that's the thing about us. We just grasp music. And with the spirituality, with Yassab Day, uh Wu Tang, uh, Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. just listening to them speak their words and speaking the love and light in the struggles that I really wasn't going too much going through. I wasn't because it, where I was at is in the south suburbs, but still understanding the struggle and seeing it when I got into the city and recognizing it. It was it was so raw and so real. And they, they questioned Jesus. Uh, they questioned um, uh, the Virgin Mary. They question the Greek gods. They question the Roman gods. You know that's the thing about hip hop. We question all that. You know, and not just questioning. We have answers for the questions too, because a lot of answers that the uh, Greeks and Romans and they actually took it from the core of hip hop. Took it from our ancient vibration, which our ancient vibration of hip hop is the old African to the uh, uh, Asiatic Indian type of beats, hearing the drums. Um, to a um type of sound chanting i mean it's that's what it is pure chanting and then writing's on the wall same thing it's like hydroglyphics but a total different thing and it's like people can't really read hydroglyphics at all they can't they just see bird uh tomb of this you know they they some if you can't read it you can't do it and same thing with graph writing you can't read it you're just saying like oh it's beautiful though but i can't read it but it looks beautiful so it's the same thing with the graph and we really feel here in chicago that it's going to be a time that is like a hundred years from now they're going to be looking at seven of moon sunrise pictures and uh looking at my music tracks and like yo like Speaking not a not a not a guy from uh, from um, Britain, from the British lands or anything. Nah, it's gonna be somebody that's literally part of the culture, part of heritage. Speaking about what we have done and how we have actually shown light, shown love all the time. Um, because pure hip hop doesn't have have the blood shed. It's the it's the the gimmicky hip hop, um, the uh, the the flashing, the throwing of the money. Um, treating women like like they're objects that type of hip hop is just you know it's it's not love you know it's it's basically the solar plex type of hip hop the hip hop I represent and always will represent is from the crown down and then all the way down up back to the crown you know it's just like that's how I sage you know from the crown down and all the way back up so that is pure hip hop hip hop is definitely aligning all the chakras um our whole aura you know our whole planet um without uh hip-hop I probably would still be lost in certain ways of finding trying to find my way you know consciously but due to hip-hop
0: yeah I was just gonna so hip-hop was really your initiation into the realm of love and spirituality and frequencies and energies
1: Yes. Yes, it definitely. It definitely was. Even like um, uh, back in, I want to say eighth grade, I actually um, was very vocal about consciousness. <laughs> I was Telling all these kids, consciousness, consciousness. And I was like, you know what? Forget this. I had a petition signed that I was actually going to teach kids about consciousness, about self-awareness in eighth grade. But my adopted mother and the principal, which I didn't know this at this time until I opened the door and walked into the office and saw both of them kind of just like shaking their heads. And I'm like, what's going on? You cannot do this. No, you're not allowed to teach kids your agenda or your this, this and that. But it wasn't an agenda. It's just life it's reality it's love it's consciousness
0: so the yeah. the church or like your mother and she was the mm-hmm. one that was the southern baptist right she was thre- yes. she was threatened by the consciousness um, and yes. felt like it was anti anti religion
1: that's right yes. uh, anti jesus yeah anti everything anti for instance, I got this guy I listen to called Gift the Gab. It's a song called Way to the Light. That sounds something very, you know, way to the light. It doesn't, <laughs> it's perfect, you know. A uh, trap called Quest, Wordplay. Yes, yes. You know, that's another one. And it's just playing with the words, but actually doing it to a point where you listen to the song. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it, you know. Um, another one is Feli, Love and Fear. Mm-hmm. You know, right there, it tells you love and fear. Um, Most deaf slash Jason Bay, he has a song called "Love," talks about basically when his mom and pops made him. You know about love, just how their love affected his love and where he's at with love. So it's like we have so uh, another one, "Love Sick" by Gangstar, uh, "Love Me" by Sine. I mean, it's so many actual love hip hop songs. <laughs> Uh, another wordplay song by Bahamadia. That's another actual song about love. U N I T Y by Queen Latifah. Hmm. Uh, Pe- Peep Love called Pacific Heights. It's all about love of the West Coast. Uh, Act Two by The Roots. It's all about love. Yeah, it's like I said. It's it's right there. It's so many tracks and tunes that actually get you in tune. You know, hearing all that others, like I said, all that disrespectful stuff, all that other stuff is like, how can you even, you know, I just named almost 15 tracks <laughs> that are all about love, you know,
0: it's, so it, that's another yeah, thing. It's mm-hmm. fascinating because we were talking about this in the interview is like, but these don't make money for the record producers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And that's what a lot of people feel. It doesn't make money for the record producer, but it actually they're making abundance because every day it's a music festival. You know, it is a multi uh, vibration. That's for sure. And also uh, another uh, a group that I'm really just in tune with is uh, I feel like a lot of people, they probably need this. It's called dead. Pre- it's a group called dead prez. Uh, the album's called let's get free. Once again, I'll say let's get, get free.
0: free. Wow
1: that literally breaks down so much um to propaganda wars to eating healthy um happiness uh love wealth oh yeah and I was going to say one more is a uh, funky dl uh he's another one um i just resonate with him because he he just he says a lot when you like i feel like stuff i i never could say to certain people, he he said it. You know, uh, he has this one ca- song called "You" by the power of you, and it basically just puts you right in the mirror. You know, like like I tell people, you don't go in the mirror like that song "You" by the power of you puts you right in the mirror.
0: As you're talking about these songs, I'm th- either thinking of ones that are similar or thinking of the actual song, and I'm thinking about how I feel when I listen to the lyrics and when I listen to the beats. Very powerful people. And um, I just saw a post on Facebook and I didn't know Mm -hmm. that the producer or um, I don't know what label Sugar Hill Gang was, but Mm -hmm. it was a she in the in the 70s who who ran and owned. I don't know if she owned it, but she produced this their label
1: because she produced and actually brought uh, Keras one uh, Sugar Hill Gang uh, Big Daddy Kane. Um, ugh. man, it, I it, I think L L like she like she had like a list of people that she literally brought.
0: But I can't believe Herfus. I never heard heard of her. Yeah. I I had no and, idea she was behind all that. And I was so I was like I was so proud. I'm like, yeah, you know, a woman did all this. A powerful. And woman.
1: she's not even. Um, and she's not even a rapper. She she rhymes. You give her a mic, she'll spit for you. But she's not a rapper. She's not a rhymer. She's just a hip hop historian. You know, she's like myself. I'm a hip hop historian. So you, no, some hip hop historians true. actually do flow. You know, some of them do do kick a rhyme real quick. I mean, yes, it's a lot of women. I mean, the first millionaire in America was a, you know, Asiatic woman. So um, it's like women been doing a lot of things in America for a long time. <laughs> you know, but, you just but We don't just
0: like we don't hear about certain cultural things, we don't hear about the stuff women women nope. do
1: either. Nope, 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 not at all. Just like uh, Rosa Parks. You know, you hear Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks. But uh, it was a, a girl that actually sat in front of the bus before her. I think yes. two years before she did. Yes. And the only reason why uh, the Asiatic community didn't want to show her because she was 15. And that's why they actually made the story of Rosa Parks because they felt that story would be more aligned with a grown woman sitting in the front and then they want the kids to actually rebel because you know kids were kids were much stronger in the 60s <laughs> in the 70s, you know, than they are, you know, our kids are strong now, but like them kids in the 60s and 70s, they were literally getting locked up. You know, a lot of kids actually like fought fought for power. And a lot of people think it was more King and uh Rosa Parks and Malcolm X. I mean they did do their thing. They did a great job. But actually the children If it wasn't for the children of that time, I don't even think we'll be able. We wouldn't be having these podcasts and doing things that we're doing right now. We had people of color that actually were still with those people, too. You know, they just were quiet about it. And one side they were like, oh, yeah, I love my people. On the other side, they were just like, "Uh, no, I don't love my people. I'm with y'all.
0: I think about although social media isn't always good. I get to learn, like I get, I got to meet you through social media and I'm learning from you. And on my podcast, I interview people in Spain and Australia, and I'm, I'm learning too that we're, we're all very similar. We're not that different. And I, I encourage listeners to really keep that open mind in how much we don't know. And be receptive even though you're an adult and you feel educated. Be receptive to learning more.
1: Yeah. I mean, one one wise woman and man said that we are teachers, students, student teachers. You know, we always keep that same rotation. And once you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm just a student or, oh, yeah, I'm just a teacher, that's when everything's crumbled and it ain't working out.
0: Now I'm curious about graffiti art and your photography and your art mm-hmm. in in capturing the expression of graffiti art
1: well it is amazing to catch it because um i have had so many conversations with people literally like almost like i want to i don't want to say like that but like patting on my back like and if you weren't there we would never saw this moment you know and i always wanted to document hip-hop anyway so this was the chance you know due to like I said, covid happened um and i worked I, I used to work at a high high-end dealerships mercedes range rover audi lamborghini you know whatever I, I worked around a lot of high-end people and working around those high-end people i just had conversations like we're having now you know and it always came to to hip-hop and I always like, yeah, graffiti and hip hop. And they're kind of like, uh, what? We mean graffiti and hip hop? What are you talking about? You talking about that, that street art stuff? That's hip hop? Like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like all these rich folks, <laughs> and I'm glad to teach them something, yet alone some people that just don't know yet. That's that's the opening. So I'm like, let's start taking pictures. Um, start like I said, start my own festival where I have my own artists. Uh, Not my own, but um, just people that are aligned to the frequency of love and frequency of of pure hip hop, the preservation of hip hop. And they come here and they they spray live. We have music that's live. And just to see Chicago come together with love. Connection. Connection. Right. But they are so much in love when they come here um they just they just you can see it you can see like the like I said, I done had people who are just like literally they're kind of on a hardcore night like, wow this guy's literally like a hardcore type of dude but he's like yo I love this place like man it's it helped me out it actually I had a lot of stress and like I feel like gone now since I'm here
0: tell our listeners more about mm-hmm. the festival you have coming up you said something about like a the crystals too and what, yeah. What do you have up and coming with the, with the gallery and with your photography and, and graffiti art?
1: Well, up and coming, uh, I believe July 22nd, um, we're going to have a festival where it'll be live painting. A few musical artists might, you know, be in town or we'll have our own musical artists in Chicago just come down. So we try to keep (laughs) everything aligned with numbers or the moon phases, um, far as photography, um, I'm always out and about, but like I said, I really manifested this year to really do a wedding. Like I just, like, you know, I, I, I've been doing a lot of, you know, street photography for these seven years now, now it's time to come into year eight, something different. So that's why I got invited to, uh, actually do a wedding on June 9th um in Colorado Springs I still don't know details yet still got to figure that out um cuz Ella's birthday actually is on June 8th cuz she's actually performing um at Okercote at the oh, on wow. the first Okercote festival yeah she's going to be performing I kind of want to not just kind of I want to be there for that not just there like on stage <laughs> for that taking pictures and doing you know helping her out with that and um also working um with different um nonprofits uh Renegades of Funk Paint the city. Mm-hmm. Um, there are great nonprofits in Chicago doing great things. They actually took Ella and I under their wing, and we're supposed to bring out um, a, a exhibit, like more of like a hip hop exhibit. <sighs> Amazing to Desap to, to Disab- Museum um, um, in Chicago, and the uh, the whole thing is to get the exhibit uprooted and actually to other states. So we're not just we don't want it just here. We want to move it all around. And with that, they're going to use some of my photography since I am a hip hop historian photographer uh, slash just hip hop historian. They want to use some of my photography and some of our boards that we use um, for our our festivals. I know, you know, young ones. I know young ones. That's where I'm at, too. You know, to really get the kids to um, get their own generational wealth.
0: The Z generation, your kids, my kid. Are really yes. interested in this. I mean, they are—they're eating this up just like they love the mm-hmm. old school hip hop and the old school rock. They're also—they're right. also wanting to understand, you know, the frequencies and the energies,
1: especially with the 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 act of war right now. Um, you know, a, a crystal could just like go go a long way, um, and that's what's crazy about the 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 Z. Uh, generation slash for me you know I feel rainbow kids yes they are like so bright
0: <laughs> I know
1: yeah. as lights uh, it, it, it's like you have to wear shades <laughs> because that's how bright they are to know that our children are rather aware of these things already it's like
0: wow I have like, so much to learn from my daughter like <laughs> my ears are always open because she's always teaching me something
1: Same thing with my Mecca. Mecca always is is always teaching me something. The easiest thing that she's teaching me is love. Because when they say love you, you know, they're not just saying it. They saying it because they really mean that.
0: They don't blow smoke at all. So they're, Mm-mm. you know, they they come from their heart. So Seven, how can people follow you or find out more about your exhibits and about your gallery and about uh, your events? Forgot to mention, uh-huh. Ella
1: actually cooks a lot of our food as well. She makes food out the act of love. Uh, so she does vegan Vegan food all the time. And she's actually Miss Ella Hillen Kitchen. You can find her there. Miss Ella's Hillen Kitchen. You can find me at seven got photos. That's S E V E N got G O T photos. F O T S. So they spell photos slowly different. And then Blue Moon Art Gallery, Hillen Spa is our, um, our nonprofit slash just our home, our business, um, yeah, where we have the concerts, um, anything you need, like in Chicago, even, like you're trying to get bored, trying to, you know, meaning like come here to uh, get a couple of days of visit, we'll be the spot. So if you yes. follow
0: these on Instagram, like I said, it's it's such inspiring and I always learn from whatever they are posting and yeah, and you and Ella are dynamite team. It's exciting.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's real. We, really, we appreciate you and like say, everything that you're doing and just to be on, you know, to be on the mic and be able to actually say these words and not get judged and not, you know, muffle or oh, you try to say that. Uh, it's just, oh, yeah. that, you know, you're, it's like you could tell you do this with love because you're free with it. You're not, uh, you're not judging. You're not, no, you're just flowing with the acts of love. And, um, that's like say, it's remarkable that you're doing this and, I know it's going to last forever because once you recorded the first one, that was it.
0: I've gotten so much more out of it than I ever imagined. So seven, uh, thank you so much. I so appreciate you taking the time and sharing your, your love and your wisdom.
1: Oh yes. Yes. You know, you're welcome. Gratitude, 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 Uh,
0: gratitude. Something
1: we say here is uh, let gratitude continue to be our daily attitude, you Mm -hmm. know, just every day, just gratitude, gratitude, gratitude every day, you know, no matter what, you know, love and gratitude.
0: And listeners, thank you for joining us on the Love Anarchy podcast, where we get deep about love, relationships and dating. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, love specialist and Speaking of gratitude, I am grateful from the bottom of my heart that you chose to listen in with us because I know you have a myriad of podcasts that you can choose from. Please don't forget to subscribe, ring the bell, or rate this podcast to whatever your platform calls for. And don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast so they can listen too. Check us out if you want to be part of the Love Anarchy community, Love Anarchy podcast on Facebook. I want to leave you with my favorite short but sweet quote, Love is the only true power.